0: Nothing happened in 2011. I even tried to Google what happened in 2011 just so I could have something funny to say in the intro, but unless you're wanting jokes about Osama Bin Laden's death, then no, nothing happened. But what did happen was the 2011 All-Star Game, which happens to be the topic of this podcast. 10 years ago, The Great Spectacle was hosted in the Staples Centre in Los Angeles, with the Western Conference coming out on top over the East, winning 148-143. to And on today's episode of Beyond the Arc, I'm going to be going through all 25 players who were chosen and see where they are now, 10 years on from the event. Have they gone on to become better players than what they were in 2011? Have they retired? Or have they just simply fallen off the face of the earth? We'll find out. But before we get into it, make sure you like it and subscribing if you're listening on YouTube, follow if you're listening on Spotify, and share it around no matter what you're listening on. So, let's get right to it. Starting at the Western Conference and the starting point guard for the West was Chris Paul. In 2011, Chris Paul was playing for the New Orleans team when they were branded as the Hornets, and that year did send them to the playoffs where they were knocked out in six games in the first round against the Los Angeles Lakers. Since then, Chris Paul has been traded around the Western Conference four times in his career, the Clippers in December 2011, Houston in the off-season in 2017, Oklahoma. offseason City in the offseason in 2019 and in 2020 he got traded to the Phoenix Suns. Ever since that trade to the Los Angeles Flippers he's never missed the playoffs despite playing on some pretty poor teams so he has to go down in history as one of the best point guards ever despite never winning an NBA title. Like I said earlier he now plays for the Phoenix Suns and his ability to make them a better team now has been rewarded with his 11th all-star appearance. At shooting guard we got Kobe Bryant. In 2011, Kobe Bryant received his 13th All-Star selection and became All-Star MVP in that game. And in the offseason, he led the Los Angeles Lakers to the second round where they lost to the Dallas Mavericks. Kobe stayed a Laker all throughout his career up until his retirement at the end of the 2015-16 season, where he dropped 60 points on the Utah Jazz in his final game. To this day, he has the most All-Star appearances in NBA history with 18, and he'll definitely go down in history as one of the best to ever play the game. However, in 2020, Kobe Bryant did unfortunately die, and the NBA has adjusted the All-Star rules in his memory. The starting small forward for the Western Conference was Kevin Durant. Playing for Oklahoma City at the time, this was Kevin Durant's second All-Star appearance and in the postseason, he did end up helping the Thunder get to the Western Conference Finals but ended up losing to the Dallas Mavericks. He stayed with the Thunder up until 2016 and won an MVP there for the whole league in 2014, however could never get past the Western Conference Finals. They got there three times and lost every single one. He then left Oklahoma City in the 2016 free agency to make Golden State unbelievably and unnecessarily good, before then deciding to make Brooklyn unnecessarily good by going over there with Kyrie Irving in 2019. He still plays there today and has recently been called up for his 11th all-star appearance, also receiving the most votes in the East becoming the captain, however, he will sit out that game for injury unfortunately. At power forward, we've got Carmelo Anthony. Melo was still playing for the Denver Nuggets at the time he received his fourth All-Star selection in 2011, and in the postseason, he ended up losing the first round against Oklahoma City Thunder. He would be traded to the Knicks that offseason, and received another six All-Star selections in the East. He was then traded to the Thunder in 2017, where he spent a year, before signing a one-year deal with the Houston Rockets for the 18-19 season, however he only played 10 games and was let go in January by them, three months after the season started. He was then out of the NBA for a whole year before signing with the Portland Trailblazers As in late 2019, where he remains a solid third option for them now. He will most likely never be an All Star for the rest of his career, however, 10 All Star appearances is definitely nothing to frown at. And the person selected to be the centre for the Western Conference All Star team was Yao Ming. Now, Yao Ming only actually played five games in the whole 2010 11 season, so that just shows how much popularity he had. This was his eighth All Star selection in nine seasons. He did miss the game through an ankle injury, and it was these injuries that forced him to retire at the end of the 2010 11 season. Now, at the age of 14, Yao Ming is the president of the Chinese Basketball Association back in his home and he also owns a restaurant in Houston called Yao's Restaurant and Bar. I wonder where he got that name from. Replacing Yao Ming on the Western Conference starters was Tim Duncan. The San Antonio Spurs legend was playing in his 13th All Star appearance in his career, and he helped lead the Spurs to the best record in the West, however, they did get knocked out in the first round by 8th Seed Memphis. Duncan was a one team player, he stayed with the Spurs throughout his whole career and won the NBA title in 2014. He retired in July of 2016 with an almost impeccable NBA Finals record, winning five titles out of his six finals appearances. In 2019, he became the assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs, however he did step down in December 2020. On the bench for the Western Conference, we've got Paul Gasol. Powell was playing for the Lakers at the time where he received his fourth All-Star selection out of the six he received in his career. Which to be honest isn't as much for someone who was as good as him. Playing with his good friend Kobe Bryant on the Lakers, he obviously helped them to that second round appearance in the playoffs. Since then, he spent two years at the Chicago Bulls from 2014-16 to 16, where he received All-Star selections in both of those years. He then signed with the San Antonio Spurs until 2019 and played three games for the Milwaukee Bucks in the same year. And now, even though he's 40 years old, he's still playing basketball for his hometown team, Barcelona. Joining him on the bench was Manu Ginobili. I think Manu Ginobili probably has to go down as one of the best sixth men of all time. Off the bench for the Spurs, he was blooming amazing. However, he did start for most of the 2010-11 season, and this is where he got his second all-star appearance. Like Tim Duncan, he remained a one-team player throughout his whole career, staying at the Spurs, and he won four titles during his career in San Antonio before retiring in 2018. Now, age 43, Manu nobly spends most of his time back home in Argentina. Next up is Blake Griffin. This was Blake Griffin's first year in the NBA and no other rookie has managed to make the All-Star game since. So good on you, Blake. He couldn't help the Clippers to a place in the postseason, though, and they finished 13th in the Western Conference in 2011. After coming so close but failing to win a title in LA, he was traded to Detroit in 2018. There, he received his final All-Star appearance out of the six he's had in 2019, but he's kind of fallen off since, and he hasn't dunked in over a year, and for someone who is a big part of a team who prided themselves off alley-oops and big-time dunks, that's not great. His athleticism has definitely let him down recently, and Detroit is suffering because of it. Next to him was Kevin Love. Kevin Love was the person that replaced Jan on the All-Star team altogether, this was his first All-Star selection. Like Blake Griffin though, he played for a very poor team and the Minnesota Timberwolves ended up finishing bottom of the Western Conference in 2011. He made two more All-Star appearances for Minnesota before being traded for Andrew Wiggins in 2014 to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Which when you look at the trade now, what the hell were Minnesota doing? He formed the big three there with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving and won the Cavs their only title in 2016. To this date, he has made five All-Star appearances in his career and he still plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers even though LeBron and Kyrie have since moved on. I guess Kevin just really loved the city, am I right? No? Also on the bench was Dirk Nowitzki. 2011 was the year of Dirk Nowitzki, earning his 10th All-Star selection and winning the 2011 NBA title with the Dallas Mavericks. This was only the second time he'd make the NBA Finals and he won Finals MVP that year too. He stayed at Dallas Maverick throughout his whole 21-year career and picked up his 14th and final All-Star selection in 2019, which was the year he retired. Now, aged 42, Dirk Nowitzki spends most of his time with family in Germany and taking part in activities that he couldn't usually do as an NBA player, such as football. And given the dude's 7 foot tall, I'm pretty sure he'd give Manuel Neuer a run for his money, no doubt about it. The penultimate All-Star selection for the West was Russell Westbrook. This was back when Russell Westbrook was liked. Geez, that feels like a long time ago. This was Russell Westbrook's first out of his nine All-Star appearances, and he helped form the big three in OKC with Kevin Durant and James Harden. Westbrook was a beast in Oklahoma City. He averaged a triple-double throughout three seasons in a row and won the league's MVP in 2017. However, he couldn't win Oklahoma City a title and was traded to Houston in 2019. When his partnership with James Harden ended up failing, he was traded to Washington in 2020. And despite having a pretty poor start to the season, he's helping the Wizards back up the East into a playoff contending spot. And then finally on the bench, we've got Darren Williams. Darren Williams was a very underrated point guard in his day. He made the All-Star game three years in a row and this was his second All-Star appearance. After leading his Utah teams to conference finals earlier in his career, he kind of fell off a little bit. Utah only finished 11th in the West in 2011. He was traded to the Brooklyn Nets in the summer of 2011 and spent four years there before spending two years in Dallas and then one year in Cleveland. That 2017 season when he played with LeBron, Love and Kyrie would turn out to be his last season in basketball altogether as he retired at the end of that season, only aged 33 which is quite young compared to other people. He hasn't been involved much in basketball since his retirement, but he still calls Utah his home as they drafted him, and he spent most of his All Star career there. Moving over to the East, and the starting point guard there was Derrick Rose. This was Derrick Rose's second All Star appearance. He made the All Star game in three straight appearances from 2010 to 2012, and he hasn't made it to an All Star team since. 2011 was arguably the best season of Derrick Rose's career. He led Chicago to the Eastern Conference Finals with the best record in the East, and became the youngest player ever to win the regular season MVP along the way. However, after tearing his ACL in 20. he hasn't really gotten back to the heights of the 2011 season, like I said, he hasn't made the All-Star team since. And despite having a brief comeback season in 2015 for the Chicago Bulls, he was traded to the New York Knicks in 2016. He only stayed in New York for a year before then having year-long stints in Cleveland and Minnesota in 2017 and 2018 respectively. He then spent two years in Detroit before being traded back to the New York Knicks in 2021, where he still plays today. The shooting guard for the Eastern Conference All-Stars was Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade played in 13 All-Star games in his career, including 12 in a row from 2005 to 2016, and if you do the maths, that means his 7-4 star appearance was in 2011. He was part of the Miami Heat's Big 3 with LeBron James and Chris Bosh, and would have won 3 titles in a row if not for this season, where they lost in the finals to Dirk Nowitzki and the Dallas Mavericks. After spending 13 years in Miami and winning three titles along the way, he had two seasons in Chicago and Cleveland before returning back to Miami in 2018 as part of a trade. He retired as a Miami Heat player at the end of the 2018-19 season, and now at the age of 39, he is part of the NBA on TNT Tuesday night show, and notably dished out some controversial judging in the 2020 All-Star Game dunk contest. At small forward was LeBron James. LeBron James has made 17 straight All-Star appearances in his career from 2005 to this year, and this lands him second in total combined all-star appearances. 2011 was his 7th all-star appearance. He was obviously part of that Miami Big 3 that I talked about that won the 2012 and 2013 NBA titles. He then returned back to the team that drafted him in 2014, which was the Cleveland Cavaliers, and won them their first title in 2016. After Cleveland, he signed with the Los Angeles Lakers in 2018 and won his 4th NBA title last year. Today, he still plays for the Lakers and he's still regarded as the best player in the NBA right now, which he was in 2011 too. In the power forward position was Amare Stoudemire. The goggles-wearing legend was in the New York Knicks team at the time where he received his sixth and final All-Star appearance in his career. However, in the postseason, season he couldn't lead the New York Knicks past the Boston Celtics, as they were swept in the first round. He was released by the Knicks in 2015 before having short stints at the Dallas Mavericks and the Miami Heat over the next year before signing back with New York to retire there in July 2016. However, that was only the end of his NBA career as he played in Israel and China for four more years before retiring from the sport completely in 2020. Now, at the age of 38, he's a player development assistant at the Brooklyn Nets. And the centre for the East was Dwight Howard. This was Dwight Howard's fifth all-star appearance in a run between 2007 and 2014 where he made eight straight. He was the main piece for the Magic as they made the finals in 2010, but couldn't get past the semis after losing to Chicago in 2011. Since leaving the Magic in 2012, he hasn't really had a long stint at any NBA club. He spent one year at the LA Lakers, followed by three years at the Houston Rockets, one year in Atlanta, one year in Charlotte, one year in Washington, and then another year at the Lakers last season where he finally won his first title. And then after saying that he was going to be staying at the Lakers for a little longer, he made good on his promise by signing for the Philadelphia 76ers this season. Well done Dwight. But hey the way things are going it seems like the Sixers might be more likely to win the NBA title this year than the Lakers will so maybe it was a good idea. The first person on the bench for the Eastern Conference All-Star team was Ray Allen. Ray Allen was one of four Boston Celtics players who made the All-Star team that year and they all made the bench. But the Boston Celtics All-Stars couldn't get past the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference semi-finals in the postseason that year. This was Ray Allen's 10th and final All-Star appearance in his career and he was only in the league for three more years after 2011. He left Boston in 2012 to go to Miami and won his second title. There, hitting the big three-pointer in the game six of the finals. He retired in 2014, and now, age 45, he spends more time with his family and has been inducted into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Joining him on the bench was Chris Bosh, completing the Miami Big Three. This was Chris Bosch's sixth All-Star appearance out of the eleven in his career. He stayed a Miami Heat player for the rest of his career and won two titles in 2012 and 2013. He finished playing basketball in 2016 due to injury, but only formally announced his retirement in February 2019 when his jersey was retired by Miami, saying that he wouldn't retire from the. A game of basketball until his number was retired by the miami heat now at the age of 36 he's spending more time with his family in miami alongside him on the bench was kevin garnett Kevin Garnett had a great career in the NBA, winning an NBA title and making 15 all-star appearances. 2011 marked his 14th appearance. He also marked the second Boston Celtics player to be on the bench in the Eastern Conference all-star team this year. He was traded to the Brooklyn Nets in 2013 before heading back to the team that drafted him, the Minnesota Timberwolves, to finish his career in the 2015-16 season. At the age of 44, Kevin Garnett has been able to venture into new opportunities that he wasn't able to take part in as a basketball player. He starred in the film Uncut Gems in 2019 and recently tried but failed to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves franchise. Next up, we've got Al Horford. I mean, you don't get called All-Star Al if you don't appear in All-Star games, do you? And this was Al's second All-Star game out of the five in his career. However, he couldn't lead his Atlanta Hawks team to any NBA finals. They lost to Chicago in the semifinals in 2011 and the furthest he got them was the Eastern Conference Finals in 2015 where he lost to LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. He left Atlanta in 2016 to sign with the Boston Celtics and again couldn't get past the Eastern Conference Finals in multiple attempts before signing with the Philadelphia 76ers for the 19th 20 season, where he was knocked out by his former team in four straight games in the first round. In this year's offseason, he was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder, where he provides good veteran numbers for a young team. Also on the bench was Joe Johnson. One of the more underrated players in NBA history, this was Joe Johnson's fifth All-Star appearance out of the seven in his career. He was part of the same Atlanta team as Al Horford in 2011, but left in 2012 to spend four years on the Nets. However, he was released and then spent the back end of the 2015-16 season on the Miami Heat. Unfortunately, his career kind of died down after that year, he spent a couple of years on the Jazz before having a short stint with Houston, but he couldn't put up the same amount of points as he did in his All-Star years. But he's still playing basketball in an attempt to get back in the NBA at the age of 39. He's recently played in the Big 3 League and, along with Isaiah Thomas, played for the USA National Team on the 20th of February, 2021. The penultimate Eastern Conference All-Star was Paul Pace. The third piece of the Boston Celtics' Big 4, I guess you can call them, this was Paul Pace's ninth All-Star selection out of the 10 in his career. He left Boston the same way that Garnett did in the trade to the Nets, But he stayed a little less time he only stayed for one year he spent the 2014-15 season at the washington wizards where he showed some great clutch moments in the playoffs that year especially in the second round against atlanta he then rounded out his year with a two-year stint at the los angeles clippers but only played 12 games over the two years for them in 2017 he signed a ceremonial contract with the boston celtics just to retire there and his jersey number has been retired by the celtics also now at the age of 43 he provides some good we'll say good, analysis on ESPN programs The Jump and NBA Countdown. And then finally, to round off the Eastern Conference, we've got Rajon Rondo, the final Boston Celtics player and the only Boston Celtic player that made the All-Star team in 2011 that still plays in the NBA today. He's one of the best point guards ever but only made the All-Star game four times in his career. This was his second All-Star appearance. He was traded to Dallas halfway through the 2014-15 season and only spent one year at the next three clubs he was at. After short stints in Sacramento, Chicago and New Orleans, he was signed to the Los Angeles Lakers in 2018. And with the Lakers, he won the second title of his career last season. However he didn't stick around in Los Angeles and chose to sign with the Atlanta Hawks for the 2021 season where he still plays today. And that wraps up today's episode of Beyond the Arc. What did you think of it? Let me know down in the comments below. Also, give me suggestions for what videos I should record in the future down below in the comments too. Like and subscribe if you're listening on YouTube, follow if you're listening on Spotify, and share it out no matter what you're listening on. Thank you for listening, I hope you enjoyed, and I'll talk to you in a while.